Welcome to Dating Talk with Keely. Keely? Hello. Hi. <laughs> Hi. What's up? Welcome to my podcast. Thank you. I'm so excited. <laughs> oh, I'm glad. Um, I'm so glad you reached out. I'm sorry. I didn't hear that part. Sorry. I said, I'm so glad that you Oh, yeah, out. of course. That was a really, really cool thing to, to kind of see. So it was definitely something that I was interested in. Obviously, you know, when you kind of have things in common with, with various different people, you get to meet different people on those, those type of groups. And I thought it was a really cool opportunity that I definitely wanted to jump on. Awesome. Yeah. So just to tell the listeners, we're kind of on like a singles Facebook group type thing. And I had posted asking for um, any of those people in the Facebook group to be a guest and you reached out, which is awesome. Um, So why don't you tell the listeners a little bit about yourself, where you grew up, what your parents were like? Oh, yeah, totally. Um, So I am living in Boston right now. Uh, I've lived in Boston for gosh, nine years now. Yeah, I moved here in 2010. So I feel very old. Um, (laughs) I but I grew up in central Massachusetts, um, in a small, very, very, very small suburbia town called Oxford. Um, And I lived there with my parents, but my parents actually ended up splitting up when I was 21. Uh, So it was kind of a weird thing to be an adult and have your parents going through a divorce. So uh, they ended up selling their house and now like my kind of, I guess, quote unquote home uh, is in Florida. So I go down there and visit my family every once in a while. But yeah, that's, that's kind of how, how I was raised, you know, with not super broken home, but it was kind of like, there were always issues that led up to, to them kind of saying, well, this didn't work out. So we're going to just end it while you're an adult. (laughs) Yeah. Probably, you know, almost harder at like than when you're like little and kind of used oh to it. Oh my god, you know, totally. Because you almost like it's it's kind of strange. Because like I feel like when I was growing up, I knew what was going on and I knew that things weren't like super strong and like there were definitely issues with my parents. Um, but like they stuck it out and they, you know, they say it was for the kids. But when you look back mm-hmm. on it, like after they get divorced, when you're a total adult, it's like, you should have just done this so long ago. Like you should have just saved everybody the <laughs> hassle and like the like, you know, almost like fakeness. Not that like my parents were fake or anything. And like, I know they loved each other, but like you almost get to a point where you're like, as an adult, like, why would you waste so much time? You know? Right. Yeah. I think it's probably different nowadays, too. I feel like people are less, like, weird about divorce, mm-hmm. you know? Um, I think we skipped over your name and your age. Oh, so yeah, you sorry. tell the <laughs> listeners that? <laughs> yeah, I am uh, Chelsea Ellsworth, and I am 26 years old. I'll be 27 next month. Oh, you're not old. I, but I feel old. I'm telling you, I feel old. <laughs> <laughs> I guess I, I said that when I was 26, 27, yeah. too, though. Fair. So. Because I'm 31, so we're yeah. close, but, you know. Um, so what do you do for uh, a living? Yeah, I, um, so I actually studied music when I was in school. I uh, got my bachelor's degree in music business, and now I work in IT for Grubhub. So, yeah. Oh, okay. 
Yeah. So it's very, very different um, than I had anticipated my life going, but it's actually really, really cool. I am one of very few female uh, IT technicians on the team, which is super, super cool. And, you know, it's really cool to work for a company that's so open-minded and, you know, hires people of different backgrounds and genders and, you know, cultures. It's, it's, it's a really solid job. So. Oh, that sounds great. Um, how do you identify? Yeah. Uh, so I do identify as a member of the queer community. Um, if people ask, I usually identify as bisexual, but, um, you know, it kind of like, I'm more comfortable with queer, but to, you know, to each their own. Okay, cool. And when was your last real relationship? Um, so my last real relationship, like totally ended in uh, November and we dated for about a year. Um, but there's been some back and forth. <laughs> <laughs> Always, right? Yep. <laughs> um, you mean back and forth with the ex? What was that? Do you mean like back and forth with the ex? Yes. Yeah. Yeah. Um, there have been a few times. So, uh, as it turns out, I work with this human being and, uh, that makes it a little bit hard to kind of move forward when you still see them every day. Uh, so there are definitely times where, you know, drinks are involved and things happen and transpire and that whole uh, aspect of the relationship, the intimacy aspect of the relationship kind of comes back every once in a while. But <laughs> yeah, I totally get that. Like me and my ex, I haven't we haven't dated in almost six years and we still sometimes like. Fuck. Yep. Yep. <laughs> yeah, dude. It, hey, when you have chemistry with someone, it's like, why? push that away right exactly um and yeah it's just like we both know like what it is that we're not like getting back together so it's not frequent but it happens yeah (laughs) (laughs) um was it a bad breakup so kind of um so we like broke up for the very first time in July uh and then um we got back together again in September um which, like, it seemed like things were actually going well and better the second time we actually had had, had some space. And there was kind of some, you know, miscommunications and, and things that we just weren't really aligning on, which happens. You know, people change, people go through things. And, and sometimes, you know, you kind of have to just understand that, hey, maybe this is not the right time for us. Uh, so we took that break and, and we kind of rekindled a couple months later and we got back together for a few months. But um it just, we don't, I don't think we want the same things out of a relationship at this time in our lives. Um, and I think that, you know, sometimes it felt like he was a lot more selfish than I was. And it didn't feel like I was getting out of the relationship what I needed to. Uh, and I don't think he okay. felt, I think he felt the same way, you know. So we kind of just realized that that was not working and, and you know, we deserve to have what we want. So. Yeah, definitely. I think as you get older, you realize, like, the person you're with, like, ha- kind of has to have, like, the same values. Like, you ha- you can be, like, opposite personalities or whatever, but you kind of you need, like, the same thing out of life. Like, you want, you want, you have to want the same things in life. Oh, you know yeah, what I mean? totally. And, like, we came from different backgrounds, too. Like, for example, um, his parents are still together. You know, he comes from a very, very solid family who like 
are very, very good together. And, you know, mine weren't. And he didn't necessarily see hardships and he didn't have to see people working through hardships while I did. So when things got really hard, it was easy for him to just be like, well, this, this is telling me something. Well, for me, it was like, well, we can work this out, you know? And when it comes down to it, if one party's willing to work it out and the other is not, then it's not going to work. Right. I feel like I, I probably relate to him a little bit. I think I do that too much. Like since my parents are like so in love been together, like 37 years, like I'll tend to like not give people a chance because I'm like, Oh, they're not the one like, Nope. Like, yep. you know, like I feel like I, I kind of do that too. Yeah. <laughs> Trying to get better. No, about and it. like, I'm not saying that it's a bad <laughs> thing at all. Like, you know, I don't fault him for it whatsoever. But when you have seen people work through hardships and stuff like that, it does make it a little bit like it almost feels like a like a jab at you, even though it's not, you know, it's not. He never meant to be like, well, you know, there's something wrong with you. It's just he never had to, you know, he never knew how to work through that stuff or, you know, if that was an option because he never had to see that. And I'm, I'm very happy that his parents have the relationship that they do. It's awesome. Their relationship is really great. Like I got to see that and that was awesome. Uh, but I didn't see that in my home. I didn't have that growing up. So that was a major difference. And I do think sometimes your backgrounds and how you grew up and what you saw growing up can totally affect your relationship. Oh, definitely. Um, so how did you get over the breakup? So I have really been focusing on myself. Um, I kind of got to a place where I was like, you know what? I don't need to like rely on that. I, I am a strong woman. I like, I'm very much a feminist. I'm very like, you know, I can do whatever I want by myself. I don't need anybody to help me. Um, and I think that when you get into a relationship, sometimes you kind of become a little bit codependent regardless of whether or not you have a codependent personality or not. I think that like it just kind of happens because you just fall into that comfortability. Um, And I had to like basically bring myself out of being comfortable relying on someone and realize like, Hey, actually like you're totally cool doing what you do on your own. Like you're strong, you're solid. Like, you know, put on a face mask, have a bottle of wine and like binge watch Jane the Virgin. Like, yes totally okay like like, that's good like you can totally do that on a Friday night like you know you don't have to go out it was kind of like once I got out of that routine of you know having somebody always there it was so much easier to be like wow I have so much freedom like this is great yeah for sure I haven't had like a relationship in so long that like I'm worried that if I do meet somebody like, how am I going to, like, have time for that person? <laughs> yeah. Oh, my God. Yeah. I. That's how I was before I met him, too. I had been single for three years, and I, like, had not dated at all. I didn't want any part of it. I was like, I don't, I don't even want to deal with any of that. So, like, when I met him and I had to actually give part of my life up, it was very, very strange for me. Oh, yeah, I bet. So what's your perspective on dating now? Do you like, like it? Are you sick of it? Um, I um, like, it's interesting. I kind of feel indifferent about it a little bit. Like I, so I have like met a few people since the breakup. Like I met one person out at a bar um, and like, I've talked to a few people on dating apps and like, if I feel like I have a connection or like, I feel like someone's actually solid, 
I'm into it. Like, I want to talk to you. Like, I'm about it. Like, let's try and go out. Let's hang out, whatever. But if there's, like, not really anyone I'm finding on dating apps or if I'm not really talking to anyone, I'm kind of just like, ah, do I really need it? Right. You know, so I'm kind of indifferent about it. But, like, I'm embracing it now a lot more than I have in the past. For sure. Yeah, I mean, it's definitely fun, but you definitely, like, get sick of it. And at times you're like over it and close out all the dating apps yep. and like, and yeah, but then you're bored one night and you're like, hmm. Exactly. <laughs> totally. Yep. <laughs> um, so speaking of dating apps, uh, which ones do you use and what's your favorite or least yeah. favorite? Um, so technically I have Tinder, but I don't have the app on my phone. I just didn't delete my profile because I'm just afraid to, to actually like be like committed and delete the whole thing. Um. So, like, mm-hmm. I have a Tinder profile, but I really don't use it actively. Um, but I do use Hinge actively, and I, that's a, that's definitely my favorite, my favorite dating app. Yeah, I same. love that app. It's, I feel like it's everyone's favorite now. Like, everyone loves it Well, now. I love the fact that they give you options of what you want to answer. And, like, you can pick and choose what information you get to give out right away. You know? Yes. No, definitely. Um, and then, like, I don't know. The one thing that I don't that does bother me and like is an immediate like no for me is if somebody just likes my photo. Oh, I do judge I people, but then I'm also like, I feel like it's also like, I don't know, like, you know, I'm straight. So I have like a lot of guys who are like are obviously like just liking photos because they're like those yep. bro guys. Yep. You know, yep. <laughs> you know what I mean? So I try not to judge it, but I'm also like, well, why didn't you love my awesome question that said like, so on mine, it says, what would you like to know about me? And the question I wrote was like, if you could build your own Mount Rushmore, who would be on it? And I love that question. And I'm like, why couldn't you just like, like that question and give me a good answer? Yeah, I love, I mean, that's a great question. That's a really, really solid question. Because now I'm like, now I'm thinking about it now that you told me that it's on your profile. (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> it's a good one to have on your profile if you want to steal it <laughs> yeah that that I won't steal it I promise I won't steal it um but <laughs> I wouldn't yeah care. <laughs> no I like the one where it's like you pick the first half of the date and then they pick the second I feel like Ooh, that's good yeah I feel like mine that's what I have on mine and that's like my first one so like you have my picture and then you have that question immediately following and for me I'm like a huge fan of like arcade games I'm such a nerd and like I kill it at skee-ball I kill it at skee-ball so like skee-ball and drinks is like my first idea of a date you know so then like yeah like, I've gotten a lot of really interesting responses to that uh but some of them I'm just like yeah no that's that's not what I would ever want to do right um speaking of skee-ball so this one time I was at this bar and I was killing it at skee-ball I was like wasted (laughs) like I'm not even I'm not even good at it it's just like I played like one round and got like all Mm -hmm. 100s and it was like a specific ski ball bar so there was like people like there that were like on a league and they like convinced me to sign up like I was wasted and I signed up and I was like talking so much shit like yeah I'm amazing (laughs) I'm amazing And then I woke up in the morning with, like, this long email about the schedule and all this stuff. And I straight up, like, ghosted the skee-ball team. (laughs) Tell me about a date that stands out to you as your best date ever. Okay, cool. Um, Let's see. So I have a couple, um, if that's okay. 
Cool. Of course. Um, so I went on a date uh, a couple months ago. Actually, this was probably the end, very end of last year. Um, so I had been talking to this dude for like a week and a half, two weeks maybe, because uh, I am definitely one of those people who I need to talk to for a little while before I actually agree to meet you because I'm just kind of like scared. And I mean, obviously, like we literally know each other because of a podcast that is about true crime. So I'm always, always afraid somebody's going to kill me. Um <laughs> <laughs> murderinos I know so good <laughs> um but so I like talked to him for a little while and um we had kind of decided that we wanted to grab dinner somewhere um and we both really like this restaurant that is um like a renovated diner car so like basically they planted it in this uh kind of like little like um really really cute area with shops and stuff uh they just planted it right there and they built off of it a full restaurant um it's super super cute they have really great drinks and stuff so we decided to go there uh and we had dinner and drinks there um and in that same little area is a like very old school movie theater so the date went really really well and we were kind of like well you know what do you want to do do you want to keep hanging out and we both wanted to keep hanging out so uh, we ended up actually going to see um, that Bradley Cooper and Lady Gaga movie at this, like, really old school, like, 35 millimeter uh-huh. film theater. And it was really, really cute and really fun. And, like, he actually paid attention to the movie, which said a lot to me about him in a weird way. Like, right. the fact that he, like, actually was down to see this, like, movie with, you know, Bradley Cooper and Lady Gaga singing and, like, actually paid attention to it rather than just trying to, like, touch me and make out with me the whole time I thought that was like super cool and super respectful um yeah and then like we got out of the movie and he ended up asking me if I wanted to grab a drink so we went to this bar and we literally stayed till last call and like before we knew it we had been hanging out for like seven hours and it was just like oh I love those days yeah it was so cool and like so cute and so nice and like it didn't end up working out because like we had we both had a lot of just kind of shit going on in our lives and yes it just didn't work out which is fine like you know he was a really cool dude I wish him the best um but yeah that was like one of the best dates I have like been on in a really 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 long time um so I just thought it was nice really, I like that. really cool that like we agreed on a place to go get dinner like and I actually like I picked it which is a really hard for me um I'm a Gemini with a Libra moon so I can't make decisions to save my life so <laughs> gotcha <laughs> um I'm the opposite. Like, I love picking the place. Like, and I always pick, like, my comfort spot where there's, like, something to do but drink. So, it's, like, sometimes I'll, like, take them to a place that has, like, bocce ball at the bar. Yeah. Oh, that's so fun. Something like that. Yeah. Yeah. We don't have (laughs) as many places like that out here, I don't think. But we need more, so. Yeah, I'm sure I I'm sure you could find a ski ball bar. Oh, I, I bet you we could. I bet you we could. <laughs> um, the other date that I went on that I thought was actually super great was uh, we ended up going to a museum for free museum day every like September or August. They do like a free museum day here in Boston. And they uh, since we have so many museums, like there's so many that you can actually pick and choose which to go to. Um, and so like we went to this museum and we didn't have to pay for it, which was also sick. Um, and like, he just was actually genuinely interested in the things that I was interested in, which I thought was really cool. Definitely. 
at too, too often, especially like when it's like in terms of art and stuff like that. Like, you know, everybody's into different things, which is wonderful. But like the fact that he actually enjoyed seeing what I wanted to see and like, you know, doing that whole thing. I thought that that was actually really, really cool. Yeah. I don't know. I, I, I love doing like active things like where like you can actually talk and get to know each other about like what your interests are and things like that. And I don't know. It just it was really nice to go out and like not have to sit down and just face someone and like talk to them for an hour. You know, like you actually got to like look at things and, and be like, "Ooh, this is really cool or that's super weird. Like, you know, <laughs> and you kind of got to know each other in a different way than like a normal first date, I guess. Yeah, I like that, too. That's why I said, like, you know, a bar that has something besides just totally. drinks or, you know yep. what I mean? In New York, the most of the museums are free. And then, like, the ones that are, like, nicer – well, not nicer, but, like, you have to, like, pay for them. Yeah. But I – you know what's weird is I've never um, like, been to a museum date, which is ridiculous because there's yeah. so many in New York. I should definitely. Yeah, <laughs> it's really fun. I highly recommend it. It's really, really cool. And like, like I said, you totally get to like, know a different vibe for this person and like, deeper things that they're into. Yes. Okay. So on the opposite end, what is one of your worst date ever? Ooh, this is a fun one. Story. This is a fun one. <laughs> um, so actually, uh, back in February, um I went on a date this was literally right before I deleted tinder like I'm telling you like this is this was the last straw for me um so I had been talking to this guy for a good two weeks maybe even three weeks before we actually hung out uh he seemed super cool like we had had we ended up having mutual friends and like knew some of the same people and like he like co-owned a brewery which I was like that's sick I love free beer like please yeah let's hang out um, and we, like, he had actually made all the plans. He, like, set everything up. He picked the time. He picked the place. You know, he made the effort. And I was like, okay, that's cool. Like, you know, I'm glad that, that you actually, like, are trying to see me. Um, and we had, like, originally planned to go to, like, a different restaurant and, like, go get beers at a brewery in my area, like, closer to where I was living. Uh, but the day of, he decided that he wanted to go get ramen. Oh, yeah. So, I get out of work at, like, 5 o'clock, and he says 7-ish. So, I get ready, and I'm there at, like, 5 of 7, just because I, like, wanted to make sure that I got there on time and I wasn't making him wait or anything. And I'm telling you, I, I'm late to everything. I'm late to everything. So I, like, made sure that I was there early so that I wouldn't disappoint this dude and I wouldn't, like, make a bad impression. And then I text him and I don't hear from him. I, oh, yep, no. I didn't hear from him. And he goes, wow, you're early. And I was like, uh, I guess so. I just wanted to make sure I was here on time. And he goes, oh, I'm, like, being held up. I have friend problems. And I go, well, I hope everything is okay. Don't hear from him for another 15 minutes. So, like, no, dude, I'm not I'm not early. You're yep. late. <laughs> so at that point, I just kind of assumed he wasn't coming. So I ordered myself a glass of wine. And I was like, well, I'm just going to do it. Like, you know, this is the first time I've ever been stood up. But I guess I'm just going to go with the flow and I'll eat my own ramen. Um yeah. yeah. So I got a glass of wine and then at 7:35 ish he walks in. 
and he does not look anything like his photos. Oh. Yep. He literally looked like he rolled out of bed. Wait, is it like a catfish situation or is it like his pictures were from like 10 years so ago? So it was definitely the same person in the photos. It's just he he didn't look. Yeah, basically he aged. He aged. Okay. And, like okay. he had done his hair very nice in his photos, like nice slicked back, like, you know, actually looked like he took care of himself. And he walked in with like a sweatshirt on over a flannel, like his hair was all over the place, like he didn't even have on the same glasses that he was wearing in his profile picture. Oh, no. So I was like, okay, this is strange. Like, I change my glasses every three years. So if these are your glasses that you're wearing now, like, and these are your glasses in your picture, this is clearly a very old photo. Yeah. So when he gets there, he sits down and tries to tell me that he said that we should meet at 730. And I go you can look at your own text messages and see that you told me seven. And he looks at them and he goes, oh, yeah, you're right. And then (laughs) doesn't bring it up again. Oh, God. So, Oh, yeah. So he ended up getting a beer. And I was about halfway through that glass of wine because, like, I'd been sitting there for almost 40 minutes waiting for this dude. Yeah, I would have been on my, like, my second or my third. Yeah, yeah. yeah. <laughs> well, I, I didn't know if, like, he got caught up. And then he told me that there was an issue with his friend. And I was just nervous because I was like, oh, shit. Like, you know, if something's actually wrong with someone, like, I want you to be able to take care of it, you know? I'm... Yeah, that's true. And I also yeah. think in a weird way he was probably saying that so that I, like, thought better of him. Like, oh, he's he's a good friend. He's, like, there for people, you know? Yeah, that makes sense. That makes sense. But then... When I asked him about it, when he sat down, he said to me that his friend just wasn't ready to drive him to drop him off. Oh, my God. Mm -hmm. Yep. (laughs) So I order another glass of wine. We get ramen. Halfway through the date, he goes, I probably shouldn't have invited you out to get soup on a first date. Yeah, dude, that's probably a good idea. Yeah, like we were slurping noodles. Like, hello? Like. Yeah, I'd rather, like, eat a taco or a burger. Seriously, dude. Seriously. Like, tacos are cleaner than soup. Yeah. And I don't mind a taco or burger date, but not ramen. And and I was, like, down with it because, like, I wasn't super, like, you know, invested in it or whatever. So I was like, you know what? If he wants to be low-key, that's actually super cool. And, like, I'm kind of down to be low-key. Uh, but it just turned out that he was kind of a douchebag. And... <laughs> We get the bill, and he says, do you want to go half? Okay. After being 35 minutes late for a date that he planned at a place he wanted to go where he ordered shots. I ordered He ordered shots? He got shots. He was drinking shots of sake. Was he drunk before he got there, you think? Honestly, probably. He had his friend drop him off. That's what I mean. I wouldn't be surprised or like high, which like fine. Like, I don't really care that much. Whatever you do in your personal time is fine. But if you're trying to plan a date with someone that you've been talking to to on a dating app, don't show up drunk. Don't show up late to a date that you planned and then don't ask her to pay half when you couldn't even show up on time. Right. And listen, like, I have no problem paying half. Like, yeah. 
but it's just like this circumstance it's like wait so you're just like piling on to this horrible experience you've already been disrespectful like not showing up on time and then blaming it on you saying that you thought you picked a different time like I don't know and it wasn't even like good conversation and he didn't even look like he tried to put any effort in to like coming out to see me so it just was kind of like I don't know what you expected right (laughs) no definitely like I don't know. It was it was not good. It was definitely not good. Oh my god. Okay, well, next question is what is one of your funniest sex encounters? Oh boy. <laughs> uh, <laughs> well, I I could name a few. I don't know how much time we have, but <laughs> oh, you can we listen. If I need to like cut anything out or any of that, I will. Like don't worry about it. My episodes are pretty long. Yes. Yeah. I listened to a few that honestly, like, very impressed. <laughs> oh, thanks. <laughs> yeah, they were really fun. Um, okay. Which one do I start with? Let's see. Um, <laughs> so, I guess we'll go way back. Um, when I was in college, uh, I, so I dated the same guy for three years. Um all throughout the whole entire time I was in college from my freshman year to my senior year. We broke up literally like two days before I started my senior year of college. So that was a wild time. Um, But when we had first started dating, um, I was a freshman in college and he was a senior in high school. So he was still like, he was younger than me. Okay. Um, So essentially that meant it was really hard to hook up anywhere. Cause like I, like lived in a room with other people and he lived at his mom's house so it was like hard for us to actually get any like alone time so right one night on his his and my christmas break uh we decided that we were in my hometown and we were going to go and park in uh the parking lot of the baseball field because we couldn't get any privacy so we were like all right well we're gonna have to do this in the car so we might as well go somewhere yeah, I mean, classic car yep, sex. Yep, yep, <laughs> which which is honestly a, kind of a habit of mine. So <laughs> um, so we pull in and, you know, we, we, get, we get it done. We do our shit um, and we go to leave and the car won't move. <gasps> so we try a few more times. He gets out, he tries to push the car and we can't do it. So we realize we are stuck in the snow. We, oh my yep, god! We end up calling his brother, and I'm telling you, the car smelled like you could tell, like you know, yeah. Like why else would you be parked at a baseball right. field? Right, literally off a hill in the middle of nowhere in the winter, like duh. <laughs> so like his brother comes out and tries to get us out with his truck, and he can't do it. So what ends up happening is. His brother takes us back to their house and we stayed at the house and we had to lie to his family. But I mean, his family weren't idiots. Like I'm sure they knew what, what happened, but then we had to have a tow truck come the next day and get the car out. Oh no. (laughs) Oh my God. That's so embarrassing. Oh yeah. Luckily his parents never told my parents. So like my parents didn't find out and like, granted, what can you do? I'm, I was in college like, and I, 
Blake was in a relationship, so what could they have done? But still, it was like one of those very, very embarrassing moments where you're just like, oh my God, I literally can't believe this happened all because we were trying to fuck. Oh my God, that is so terrible. Yeah, it was, it was awful. <laughs> and like every time I go home, I pass that damn baseball field and that's all I can think about. Were you like so embarrassed in front of like his parents? I think, well, I was more so embarrassed in front of his brother when his brother had to come and try and pull us out. Oh, yeah, yeah. And like when I, I don't sorry, know, I, I was just, it just reminded me of a story. Like, so I was dating this guy when I was, I guess I was like 16 and he was 17 or something. And I was at this party and got like completely shit faced, like 16 year old shit faced. We're like, you're going to puke at yep. any moment. Like, you know, you're just so like out there, whatever. And someone at the party called my sister because they were like worried about me because there was like college guys there. And I like was like wearing something like that showed skin and wow, like they could just tell I was really drunk. Yeah. So, I mean, I'm glad they called my yeah. sister because God only knows what would have happened to me. So my sister like rages into this party and is threatening everyone with their lives because she also saw how old these like men were at this party when I'm like 16. So she realizes I'm way too drunk to like go home So she calls, like, my boyfriend at the time, and he's like, okay, I'll come get her and, like, bring her to my house. Because his mom was, like, a young mom. Like, she had him when she was 17 and, like, whatever. But I had never met her before because we had, like, just started dating. So he brings me home, and his mom, like, comes out because she, like, hears us coming in. And I have puke all the way down my shirt, and I hug her. Like, as soon as I meet her, I go, oh, my God, it's so nice to meet you. And I hugged her with puke all down my shirt. Oh, my God. And Yeah. Yeah. So and we dated for like a solid like year and a half after that. And like I woke up in the morning and I had like peed my pants. So had to like walk downstairs because like he, I guess, like went to go make coffee or something. And I walked downstairs, like, not sort of, like, not even realizing I had peed my pants and, like, just saw her again, like, semi-sober, like, with pee in my pants. Oh, that's so awful. That's the worst. (laughs) Girl, I mean, luckily, again, I I was 16. I still get drunk and will pee my pants on occasion. So, you know what? (laughs) Who cares? I'm 26 and I still pee my pants, so. (laughs) yeah that's what I mean like at least I was like 16 she was probably like oh whatever like this girl like went crazy last night like you know like and she was always very nice to me but it was just like so embarrassing that that was literally the first and second time I had met her yeah that's always like so awkward too like it's awkward enough being that you're 16 meeting like your boyfriend's parents who like you need to impress anyway because you know they're gonna talk to your parents and then having that be like the very first encounter you have (laughs) so terrible I can't imagine (laughs) did you have another funny sex encounter you wanted to tell so yes I do have one more um great and this one happened actually fairly recently um so this was over the summer I went on vacation with my boyfriend at the time who I've already discussed um and we were in North Carolina he is like an avid like comic book collector he's like super into that and he will like travel and go to comic cons which like 
honestly, like, super cool that he sent all that. And, like, you know, he, like, is a collector and he's really serious about it. And, like, you know, I totally supported him and all of that. Um, so we went down there and we got a hotel, like, right next to the convention center. And, like, it was really good. And we, like, had a great time. He did his thing. I got to explore and do my thing. I like to travel. So, like, it was super interesting for me. And uh, I think it was the first or second day we were there. Uh, we were in the hotel and, you know, he like had taken a break from going to the con and I was like back at the hotel cause I needed a break from what I was doing too. Um, and you know, you're in a hotel room together. Like it's, it was our very first vacation we had ever taken together. So like, we were like, Oh shit, we're in this big king size bed. Like we're going to take advantage of this. Well, the one thing we forgot to do was put the do not disturb sign on the door. Oh no. Yes. So, uh, you know, we're doing our thing. Things are happening. Um, both of us are completely naked, like 100% totally naked. And we hear a knock at the door and we both start yelling, hold on, hold on. Well, they don't hold on. And they, <gasps> yep, they open the door. He runs butt naked to the door to try and shut it. And three people who came in to clean our room and bring us fresh towels saw him Full frontal, naked, nude, everything. <laughs> Meanwhile, I am just like in the bed with my legs wrapped around myself, like, oh my God. Oh no. Oh yeah. I wonder how many times that happens to like the cleaning staff. I'm sure it happens pretty frequently, but when it's <laughs> you and it's your situation and you're just like, oh my God, like all of a sudden it's like a total change in the whole vibe and you're just like, yeah, we're not going to finish. <laughs> yeah. 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 We'll try later. Like. <laughs> oh, my God. That was so embarrassing. Yeah, it, I mean, not necessarily for me. Nobody saw me. But, like, it, I would not have wanted to be him in that situation. But he was a true champion. He he did go. He did shut the door for me. So. <laughs> there yep. you go. Um, do you have a funny walk of, we call it walk of fame on this podcast, uh, story? Because uh, there's no shame in fame. No. Well, I don't know if it's necessarily walk of shame because he didn't have sex with me. But Okay. Uh, I tried. <laughs> Believe me, I tried. <laughs> um, so this is actually very recent awkwardly enough um so I met this dude about two months ago um I went out to a grand opening of a bar um that was like it's another um location of a brewery that's near my house that I frequent like one of my favorite beers like super cool staff is always really cool and they had like a grand opening of a new location so me and my roommates and like six of my friends went and um the door guy I thought was really attractive, but I wasn't going to like say anything. Cause I was like, that's kind of weird. Like he's just the door guy, like whatever. And then like about an hour goes by and I see him walking around the bar with someone that I was there with. And when my friend came back, I go, do you know that guy? Like, do you know him? What, what's his deal? And he was like, yeah, like he plays shows and he books shows and stuff. And I'm in a band and I'm trying to get him to book my show. And I was like, oh, okay, well, do you know if he's single? And he's like, I don't know, but I'll find out. So he literally just goes and walks up to him and goes, hey, 
my cute friend wants to know if you're single. <laughs> and this dude apparently says to him, like, yeah, he is, whatever. So then uh, my friend comes back to me and tells me he is single. And I go, okay, well, what am I supposed to do now? Because, like, I, I am not the type of person to, like, go out there and, like, talk to dudes or anything or girls or anything. Like, I wait till everybody else makes the first move because I'm so, like, nervous about making a bad impression or, like, people not being as into me as I am into them. So, like, I didn't really know what to do. Um, but the same friend who had already talked to him for me was like, well, I want to go up and get another beer. Why don't you come up with me? He's tending bar now and we'll, we'll try and get him to get us drinks. So we go up there and my friend orders a beer. And at that point I was like kind of nervous. So I was like, not really sure like what to say or even what to order. So I just picked a random thing off the menu and I go, so I will take this and your number. (laughs) And he pulls out his business card and he writes down his phone number on it and then asks me again what beer I wanted. So apparently he didn't even hear that I asked for a beer. Um, Turns out he's the assistant manager for the brewery. So like that was kind of cool. And I got a free beer out of it. So we talked for like a month um, and like we hung out a couple of times and like made out and, you know, talked and things were cool. And I thought he was neat and like you know, a cool dude. And, um, we kind of like got to know each other and like, we talked every day, whatever. Uh, well about a month and a half into us talking, he, uh, and I ran into each other at a bar that we were both at. And, you know, like I saw him across the bar and like, he was making eyes at me and winking at me, but I was with a group of people. So I didn't really want to leave them to go hang out with him. Cause we weren't really like official. We hadn't put a title on it or anything. Um, So I ended up texting him once they did last call and being like, hey, can you give me a ride home? But rather than him bringing me home, we ended up going back to his place, which was fine. Like we had been seeing each other. It wasn't like, you know, anything out of the ordinary. Um, But like once we got back there and I was trying to initiate things, he kind of blew me off a bit. And he's like, I just want to take it slow. I don't want to go too fast. I don't want to like do anything and hurt you. I just want to get to know you. And I was like, "Okay, well, that's weird. Because, like, I don't really want to get to know you. I just kind of want to have sex with you. And, like, <laughs> like, that's where my head was at. Like, I was just like, you know what? I'm just into this. Like, I just want to be physical right now. I'm not really trying to push limits or anything. And you're being right. honest. Right. I know. was also very drunk. So, like, that didn't, didn't hurt, you know? Uh, so, like, we didn't end up hooking up. Uh, and we ended up, like, falling asleep. And... The next morning, we woke up at, like, 10 o'clock, and, you know, we, you know, fooled around a little bit, and he, like, got up and did a couple of things, and then we ended up laying back in bed, and, like, we didn't wake up again until, like, 1 p.m., and he had work that day at, like, 3, so he was like, well, I have to go to work, so I was like, okay, he went to take a shower, I got all my shit together, and, like, I was just kind of expecting him to, like, bring me home, since we only live, like, we didn't live very far from one another. So I just kind of like got my shit together and waited for him to leave. Cause I also was like, not going to just walk out of his house while he was in the shower. Like, cause that's right. kind of strange, especially if you've been talking for a while, like that's just weird. Um, yeah. So like I waited for him and then we got ready to, to leave and we went to go out and I went to go get in his car and he goes, I'm bringing you home. And I was like, 
you live down the street and we just slept in your bed until 1 p.m. Yeah, you're bringing me home. And he goes, oh, I thought you could walk. Mind you, I was wearing like four inch heels. <laughs> and I was like, are you serious? I was like, I'm not walking home in these boots. And I just got in his car and I forced him to drive me home. <laughs> yep. Oh, my God. Oh, I'll talk to you later. We have not spoken since. Oh, my God. Mm-hmm. Wow. Yeah. So that's like not I don't I'm not ashamed of that, like walk or whatever. But like, I just thought it was very odd that he like tried to force me to like walk home. And then we didn't speak again. Do you think he, like, wasn't that into you? Or he was, like, upset that you just wanted sex? I am honestly not really sure. Because he did initiate, like, everything until that night. And then I think I maybe did come on a little bit too strong in terms of, like, being physical and intimate with him. And But that was what I wanted. And we hadn't really discussed that. Yeah. Yeah, no, I mean, I'm, like, totally in support of you in this situation, but, yeah, no, definitely, but I'm also, like, I wonder, like, where, maybe because, like, guys like, like, the mystery and the chase and, like, blah, 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 so, like, maybe he was, like, turned off by, like, your aggressiveness. Yeah, you know, I I do think that a little bit, like, and he, like, so, at first, he came on really strong and, like, was, like, super into me and, like, would talk dirty to me all the time. Like, literally, like, sent me a picture of him in his boxers while I was at work and he knew I was at work. And, like, then all of a sudden, it was super strange because when I decided to take tr- control, it's, like, a switch flips and he was not about it. See, that's that kind of guy. I hate that kind of guy. Like, they seem so into it. And then the second you tell them what you want, it's, like oh wait like I don't have to chase her or like it's so stupid yeah and and honestly I probably dodged a bullet with it and like I'm not upset about the fact that like I you know we don't really talk anymore but there's also times where I'm like damn he was hot and I really wish I could have gotten that (laughs) yeah no I understand that (laughs) um so last question before the game um what turns you on in a man or a woman Great question. Um, it is kind of, so for me. Um, it's kind of the same for both. Um, I mean, as it sounds from my stories, I have primarily dated men. I've had a few, you know, um, great connections with women. Um, the weird thing is that Boston is a lot smaller than it seems, and most of the people that I've hooked up with end up dating each other. So that's weird. Um, Wait, what? Yeah, so actually right now I have two women who I was involved with both of them and they are now together and they live together and it's super strange. But that is yeah, strange. That's, that's kind of how things work in the gay community sometimes. Okay. Um, so that's a little bit weird. But um, what I guess what turns me on is like, so I'm a weird fan of winking. Like, I guess it's maybe the fact that, like, it's this little weird, like, moment of, like, interaction that maybe nobody else notices, but you do. I think that turns me on. It's it's one of those weird little things where it's like, oh, okay, you're paying attention to me. There's, like, a thing that you're noticing with me, and, like, we have this weird connection that, like, nobody else in the room really realizes, which I think is what, like, kind of gets me in a weird way. Right. 
Okay. Um, I'm also a huge fan of lip biting. I will do it, and I oh. expect others to do it to me too. Okay. Biting is like kind of my kind of my thing. Um, I don't know. I don't know how like into this you are, but I have. There's this like website that's like a kink test, and I've taken that like twice, and like it always ends up with me being more like submissive and like into like you know biting and hair pulling and whatever so like which I think is really interesting and I think anyone that is maybe interested in any sort of like kink or anything should definitely take the test it's really interesting I want to take the test so bad right (laughs) there's like a full website for it it's it's honestly really cool like it's interesting it's neat like you find out a little bit more about yourself than you thought which is kind of cool to me um you know and and no shame on any end and like I came up more vanilla than I thought I would, to be very honest with you. So, yeah, I think after starting this podcast, I've realized that I am like way less crazy than I thought. Yeah, you really do realize that after you talk to people about it. (laughs) Yeah, no, definitely. But yeah, I'm I'm definitely into biting, hair pulling, spanking, uh, butt stuff, like. Yeah, I'm into all of that besides biting, but it's because I have, like, a horror story about biting. You have a horror story? (laughs) Well, I've already told it on the podcast, but I'll give you, like, a quick (laughs) recap. Like, this guy, like, was basically biting me, like, everywhere, and I was really drunk, and I, like, wasn't into it, and I kept telling him, like, stop biting my nipples, like, it's not working, and then I, like, tried to coach him on, like, how to stop, and then the next day... I woke up with scabs <gasps> all over my nipples that didn't go away for like two What a weeks. dick. Yeah. <laughs> Dude, fuck that guy. No, yeah, no, so not I'm like, fucking cool. Nope. <laughs> yeah. So I think yeah, I'm like, that would that would do it for me too. For too yep. long. <laughs> I'm also not I'm not into boob stuff at all. Me neither. Oh my gosh, me nope, neither. Does, does nothing for me. I've also talked about that on the podcast because my first, I think it's my first episode with Jadian. Like Jadian, like can literally like come from nope, like not me getting her Mm-mm. nipples. Nope, stuck. it takes a lot for me. I literally have like been like, yeah, good luck. Yeah, I'm just like yeah. move down, go 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 south. Yeah, yeah exactly. <laughs> um. So yeah, you were finishing. What turns you on? Yeah, I mean it's it's yeah. I don't know. That those little like kind of looks, I guess, get get me like if you like see someone across the room and you like lock eyes with them, like I don't know, that that kind of thing gets me. It's it's these weird little like looks. It's very subtle, but like you if you look at me in a certain way from across the room or like like I said, if you wink at me, if you like kind of give me these eyes or like like specifically if like people kind of give me these subtle hints that they're interested or whatever like I've been in a bar and a dude will like just lightly brush against my back and I'm like done it's over yeah yeah I get that that makes sense like but then like once we're actually going yeah if you bite I'm done it's over pull my hair it's (laughs) over yeah I'm very like into like yeah give me a little yank give me a little spank I'm I'm about it (laughs) Hey everyone, I really hope you do love Dating Talk with Keely. Did you know that you can actually get paid just for listening to this podcast? I know it sounds insane, but it's true. 
We just discovered this free new app called PodCoin, and it literally pays you to listen to podcasts. Here's how it works. You listen to the podcast you love, and you earn PodCoin while you listen. Then you turn that PodCoin in for gift cards at places like Amazon or Starbucks, or if you're a good person, you could even donate that PodCoin to charity. The more you listen, the more you earn. So here's what you do. Download the app right now on iPhone or Android, and I have a special code just for you. Simply use our code DATINGTALK, and you'll get 300 PodCoin just for signing up. And if you listen to enough of us on there, you can get a, a cappuccino at Starbucks or an Amazon gift card on us. So go ahead and go listen to this podcast or virtually any podcast on PodCoin and sign up with code DATINGTALK. I swear it'll change the way you listen to podcasts. So let's play some yeah. games. I'm excited for this part. <laughs> okay, so I started out with Would You Rather? All right. Um, so, yeah, so you'll just tell me which one you would rather, basically. Um, would you rather, oh, and I got these from Cosmopolitan, just like to throw that out there. Uh, <laughs> uh, would you rather forget your date's name or accidentally call them by your mom or dad's name? Oh, <laughs> um, I forget. Yeah, yeah. Oh God! Oh God! How <laughs> awkward if you call them your parents' name. Ew. Right? I was like surprised that that was even a question. I was like, "That's hilarious. yeah, that's funny, but that's also very disgusting." Like, <laughs> why are you yeah. thinking about your dad? Like, <laughs> um, would you rather find out he hates animals or find out that he cheated on an ex? Um, he or she sorry i don't know why this is so hard for me (laughs) probably (laughs) animals oh i feel the exact same way because i also feel like if someone cheats like in their past like they might it depends like if they've cheated on like every ex they've had like you know that's different but like if they've cheated on one person like maybe it was because like the relationship wasn't great and like not that that's right use but like Maybe they learn people from change, it, you know. But like, you don't ever just go from not loving animals to loving animals. So you know, yeah. And like, who doesn't love animals? I don't know. <laughs> I I don't know. A psychopath, probably. <laughs> exactly. Uh, would you rather have hiccups the entire date, or fart silently and wonder if he smells it? <laughs> <laughs> um. I think fart. I think fart. Yeah. Yeah. If you're farting silently, you can blame it on someone else. It's very easy to, like, blame it on your waiter or whatever. It's just, like, that awkward moment of, like, if you don't, like, talk about it. Like, it's like, oh, I wonder, like, if he thought it was Right. Right. (laughs) He'll never know. Yeah. Yeah. And I hate having the hiccups. Yeah, I couldn't deal with that because then I would just be like, I need to go to the bathroom and, like, stand upside down or do something to, like, get rid of this. (laughs) Yeah, for sure. Would you rather date a comedian or a magician? Comedian. Yeah. Comedian. Magicians are weird. They are. You know, it's so funny. Like, this one time, we, me and my roommate were at this bar 
and this guy that like I knew through somebody I was dating like in the past was there with his friend and they were like kind of cute and like me and my roommate were like oh like we're going home to like funnel like this is when we were like younger and we had like a funnel in the apartment <laughs> and we were like we're having like one of our like funnel nights like we like play cards and like do funnels like whatever and the so they came back and then we found out that one the guy that I didn't know was a magician and we had him do all of like his card tricks and everything for us like for like a solid hour and you know we're like wasted and we're like oh my god like that was amazing like we like have this like crazy reaction and like the next day like you know we were like I would have slept with him like we we, we didn't <laughs> but like we were like we were like you know just like he was kind of hot yeah. <laughs> <laughs> um so i think i would probably choose if it was like a guy like that yeah. um just because i really i don't enjoy stand up that much like i just i i don't know i'm like one of those annoying people that gets like offended oh <laughs> See, I like when I can, like, like I can't on someone and they'll shit right back on me. Like, I like that. Like, I like the banter a little bit. And I also like, I don't know, we have a lot of like, we have a lot of stand up comedy spots here. Like, Improv Boston is here and like a bunch of places like Amy Poehler and Tina Fey did shit out here. Like, so yeah, know, maybe like, maybe it's just because I know I know people like in like the Boston comedy scene. Like, maybe that's why it is. But yeah, I don't know, like, and I've also dated comedians, like, in the past. I've never dated yeah. a magician, but, like, I I used to work with a magician, and he was honestly just kind of weird, like, kind of creepy, right. and, yeah. like, got the cards wrong, so it was just, like, you know, I don't think so. Yeah. <laughs> Would you rather run into your, uh, run into your most recent ex or your parents while on a date? My parents. My parents, 100%. Um, yes, my ex has not handled me moving on well, which is ironic because that's literally what he told me he wanted me to do. Um, so, yeah, definitely my parents. Yeah, I would choose my parents, too, just because they're, like, cool as fuck, too. So Yeah, my parents, my parents okay. and I get along a lot better now that I'm an adult than we ever have ever in my life. So, like, yeah, I totally would rather. <laughs> okay. Would you rather have no dates for a year or wear a Halloween costume on every first date for a year? Oh, Halloween costume. I love Halloween. It's my favorite holiday. <laughs> Me I too. I love it. It's my favorite freaking Me holiday. Too. I will go all out. I love it. Oh, my God. We have to exchange, like, Halloween costume pictures. Yes. Yes. <laughs> Absolutely. Absolutely. And I'm, like, a huge fan of freaking, like, Marvel and, like, all that stuff, which is stupid. But, like, I am telling you. I'm absolutely going to be Captain Marvel for Halloween this year. I cannot wait. I cannot nice. wait. I want to wear a leotard so bad. <laughs> Me and my roommate were Tanya Harding and her mom this this past year, and I was the mom, and, like, we fucking murdered it. That is amazing. You need to send me a photo when we're done with this. <laughs> That's amazing. I will. I will. Would you rather knock a drink into your date's lap or have three flavored condoms fall out of your purse? Um, I think knock a drink. I think. Really? I think. Okay. Only because then I'll know how they react. 
oh that's true I guess like it's a weird like maybe that's a little psycho but like it's a weird kind of like okay well if I if I screw up how angry are they gonna get at me oh that's true that's a good point you know and if they handle it well and if they're like oh it was an accident like totally get it and then also the way that they speak to the waiter too says a lot to me oh Oh, same, same. I think I would pick the the flavored condoms because I would be like, oh, like I would just like make it funny. Yeah, you totally, you definitely <laughs> could make that funny. Yeah. I don't know. Neither <laughs> one of those I don't think are that bad. Yeah, um, no, definitely not. Yeah. He live tweets the entire date, he or she, or always takes pics of their food for their Instagram. Uh, I think food. The the taking pictures of the food. Oh yeah, that's why I'm like, take the picture before, and then you know what, you save it, you have it, and then you post it later. And like, I also know a number of people who like have like food Instagrams. So like, and I, I mean, I work for Grubhub, so like, food is a huge part of my life anyway. So (laughs) yeah, I mean, I guess it's different if they have like a food blog and like a food Instagram. Yeah, that's true. Very true. Yeah. You know, they are, oh no, you take a vow of celibacy or a vow of silence? Silence. Silence. I I agree. (laughs) I'd rather shut up. I agree. (laughs) I agree, but that is really hard. I don't know if I could do it, ma'am. I mean, I like... I've I've had my my fair share of dry spells, but where I'm at in my life right now, I would rather just shut the fuck up and get laid than not get laid and be able to talk. I don't. <laughs> yeah, I would just yeah, sign language. exactly. I you know what I've been meaning <laughs> to learn it anyway. <laughs> See, me too. <laughs> would you rather stay in or go out for a date? Well, it depends on what date it is. If it's a first okay. date, definitely go out because I don't feel comfortable with having someone come to my house for a first date or me going to theirs because that's a little right. weird. Um, I mean, I guess depending on how the date goes, if it ends up back at someone's house, cool. But like first date, definitely out. Um, second, third, you know, once you're comfortable, definitely in. I'm, I'm very okay. lucky. I'd much rather just hang and watch a movie and, you know, order takeout or make dinner. Yeah, I like staying in, but I also feel like for me to have like good like sex or like you know getting heated up in the bedroom, I like to like go out like yeah and have conversation. Very fair, you know. Very fair. Yeah, I agree with that. Yeah, yeah. I mean, I don't. Yeah, you're right. It's not as intimate if you're at the house all night. Yeah, like, it's just like, oh, okay, like, we're going to have, like, lazy sex because we've right. been lazy. Yeah, no, <laughs> so true. So I guess, like, I guess, I guess go out. Yeah, go out would technically be my answer. Um, un- uh, Yeah, yeah. <laughs> yeah, unless, like, you're, like, at home, like, cooking dinner with each other and, like, you know, that's a yeah. little different. It, yeah, that's definitely different, but it's, like. I don't know, like, when you're at home cooking dinner, too, like, that can get lazy. Like, after you eat a full meal that you just cooked, it's like, sorry, I'm not really in the mood. You know, like, 
Very true. So yeah, I'd like rather go out, yeah. have someone make me a meal. I sit down and I eat it, and then you know we have a few drinks, and then we go back and we get it done. Yes, same. Um, okay, so we're gonna switch to never have I ever. Oh, this is gonna be fun. So you can, yeah. So basically, you know, we're both drinking, <laughs> so we'll take a sip and say we've right. done it or not. Never have I ever hooked up with a teacher. I have definitely done that. You have? I'm jealous. <laughs> I've like role played that. <laughs> I have. Oh, not. I have. Yeah. It was fine. Ooh. Never have I ever accidentally liked a pic in a deep Insta stock. Well, it wasn't my Insta stalking. I was on a friend's Instagram that they were showing me. So does it count? Uh, yeah, that's, like, oh. even worse, because, like, then your friend. She wasn't mad at, at me. <laughs> she said it didn't matter, and she texted the girl. Oh, Does so okay. count? Do I have to drink? Well, that's fine. <laughs> yes, just because I want you to. <laughs> um, never have I ever slid into a strange. I don't, I have not done that. I haven't either. I was like, maybe I should start. Yeah, I thought about that too. But like, I'm used to people sliding into my DMs. Which that, honestly, that probably mm-hmm. sounds a little bit cocky, but. Nope, <laughs> I'm the same. <laughs> Never have I ever lied about myself on a dating app. Mm, no. I don't think I have either. No. Never have I ever had two dates in one day. I have not. Me neither. We are boring. (laughs) Wow. (laughs) Our dates just go so well. I guess so. I guess. (laughs) Yeah, let's blame it on that. (laughs) Never have I ever given my number to a stranger. I haven't. I definitely have. I'm so embarrassing. Like, I'll, like, go up to a guy and be like, are you single? Here's my number. You're more ballsy than me. I wish I was about that ballsy. No, it never works out because it freaks really? me Really? Yeah, because I'm not, like, sly about it. Like, I don't, like, flirt first. Yeah. You know what I mean? Like, I, <laughs> like, You know, though, I honestly, that would, like, be, like, cool to me. Oh, me too. But I don't think it's cool to guys. Well, guys are assholes, <laughs> so whatever. Sorry, man. Never have. I'm not sorry. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> Never have I ever purchased a sex toy with a partner. I have. Nice. I don't think I have. Well, I was trying to think. I don't think I have. Never have I ever <clears throat> ghosted someone. What was that again? Sorry. Oh, sorry. Never have I ever ghosted someone. Oh, I have. Yep, me too. I mean, I try, I try not to very often, but... I've been trying to know. get better, but I was a serial ghoster for a while. <gasps> yeah, I was. Well, I, I was... So, I went through a period of time where I wasn't dating, but I wanted attention really bad because I just wanted to feel better about myself. So, I would, like, go on dating apps and stuff and, like, text people, and then I would just stop talking to them. Okay, but that's not ghosting because you didn't, you never met up with them. No, but isn't it technically ghosting if you talk to someone for a decent period of time and then you just never like try and see them and then you just stop talking to them? Um, maybe, 
Maybe, but I don't think I consider that. Okay, then I don't have to drink. Great. (laughs) (laughs) Never have I ever hooked up with someone whose last name I didn't know. I'm gonna. Yeah, I got a drink for that one too. (laughs) I I mean, there's people I didn't know their first name. So. Yeah, never have I ever had sex in public. I haven't. Oh, you haven't. I'm gonna drink to that. Wait, does the car count? Hmm. Okay. Not really, no. I don't think. I haven't. Yeah. Um, yeah, it's not great, so. <laughs> uh, at least for me. For me, it's not. A lot of people like it. I just don't. That's fair. Never have I, yeah. <laughs> Never have I ever role-played in the bedroom. I have not. <gasps> I want oh, to, but I haven't. I definitely. Oh, I do it, like, probably too much. No, <laughs> so I'll drink. no, 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 no. Too much is not a word. Or afraid. <laughs> yeah, you're right. Never have I ever snuck out of someone's place before they woke up. I haven't, but I've wanted to. I definitely have. <laughs> I mean, yeah, I, I wanted to, but I haven't. So you drink and I don't. <laughs> okay. Hold on. <laughs> Never have I ever filmed myself having sex. I have. Ooh, nice. I've only filmed myself, or not filmed myself, but I guess he filmed me giving him a blowjob. Yeah, I've done that a few times. All right, nice. Never have I ever given or received roadhead. Uh, I don't think so. I could be wrong. I I think I might be wrong. (laughs) I'm just going to drink because I think I might be wrong. (laughs) (laughs) Um, Last one. Never have I ever had a threesome. I have not ever. Oh, okay. I have. (laughs) Good for you. All right. Yeah, it was fun. It was nice. I was like the third. Yeah. You know, I felt. See, I think that's that's (laughs) the only way I would actually feel comfortable with that. I know a lot of people who have, but I just have no desire to. Yeah, I mean, definitely, I, like, wanted to, like, experience something new. I did. I had fun. I wouldn't, like, seek it out again. Yep. You know? Mm -hmm. Anyway, well, thank you so much for doing this. Yeah, thank you for having me. I'm so excited. It was really, really fun. Yes, you were such a good guest. Is there anything that you want to plug, like, your social media or anything you're doing? Um, I do uh, have, like, a photography kind of page. It's just on ViscoCam. Um it's the same as all of my social media, which is very, very complicated and convoluted. Um, it is Earth to Chelsea backwards. Um, I'll also spell it out, which is A E S L E H C O T H T R A E. That is awesome. all my social media. It's my Twitter, it's my Visco, which is where I post all my photography, and it's my Instagram. Okay, great. Well, thanks again. Thank you so much, Keely. It was great talking to you. You too. Bye. Bye. As always, thank you so much for listening to this episode of Dating Talk with Keely. Just a reminder to subscribe, rate, and review. That's how more people will see the podcast. And it is definitely appreciated. My Instagram is at Dating Talk with Keely, K E A L Y. The Twitter is at Dating Talk with K. 
And the email is datingtalkwithkeely at gmail.com. If you have any funny dating or sex-related stories that you would like to be read on air. Thanks so much.